Pickaxe. Did you know that yearly Medicaid renewals will start again soon? This means millions of people who were enrolled in Medicaid during the pandemic may no longer be eligible for coverage. If this may impact you, the good news is you have options. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield can help answer your questions so you can find an affordable health plan for you and your family. We want you to feel confident you're covered. Click to learn more. Policy exclusions and limitations apply. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Blue Cross Blue Shield Healthcare Plan of Georgia, Inc. Hi, this is Kat from Group 3 on the Dungeons and Randomness podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, it would be fantastic if you could go over to iTunes, give us a five-star rating and a review. Maybe hit us up on Facebook and on the and on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at D-A-N-D-R podcast. Uh, from there, you can find all of the other character Twitters. Um, we also have a YouTube, which you should just be, be able to find by searching DNR podcast on, on YouTube. Uh, we have a Patreon, um, so if you want to donate a little bit to us every month, um, that's patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R. Um, we are actually giving away um, a an Xbox One uh, bundle on the, the drawers on Christmas Day. Um, all you have to do is be be, don- be donating to Patreon to be entered for that. Um, so yeah, so thank you very much, and I hope you enjoy the session. Let's do a thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason, I'm the Dungeon Master, going around the table, starting with Cat. Hi, I'm Cat Charlie, and I play Fee, the Changeling Fifth. And Mac. Hey, I'm Mac, and I play Kaluna Volgaris, the Wild and Shaman. And Bree. Hello, I'm Brianna Richardson, I play Jadzia Grace, the Human Warlock. Uh, and last but not least, let's welcome back to group three, Miss Izzy Chadwick. Hi, I'm Izzy, and I play Una, the half-elf paladin. <laughs> Yay. Good to be back. So, stuff happened in episode 91. Um, group three finally got to Brightport, uh, and they got themselves a dragon. So, they are currently getting ready to take flight in Brightport right now. Uh, meanwhile... Una and Bree uh, went through quite a bit in, in Esterholt. Bree ended up threatening Julie's life at the Temple of Cord to get her to bring Una back when she was denied the, the right to go fight death. So Una came back, um, but uh, according to her, there is nothing on the other side. She saw nothing, nothingness. So no cord, no heaven, and she took that poorly. So she freaked out a bit. Broke a hell of a lot of things in the temple and then left. Uh, so what we're going to do is catch up. Let's catch up with everyone in Brightport first. So uh, the party, I would imagine, has uh, has gathered around Amara. Uh, it probably took a few minutes for for everyone to get down to uh, down to the basement where Jadzia was. Has, did Jadzia do anything with Amara before before they got there? Like. Did did you did you say anything to her? Did you? Because you're just kind of out in the street right now, and this dragon is <laughs> immense, and <laughs> and uh, people are definitely taking notice of of you guys. It's almost a common occurrence in in this section of Brightport now. They know <clears throat> they know the dragon, they know what house it belongs to, they know you know. Uh, but there's still a little panic every time that she backs out into the street and is just floating around. There's always that hey, huge fucking dragon in the city. So. Is there anything that you uh, that you did before the party got there? 
Um, I imagine she would just kind of be shifting from one leg to the other and like staring at the ground, rubbing the back of her neck, like, eh, nothing to see here. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So let's say that Kaluna, Valis, and uh, Fee are uh, ha- have entered this this big ass room and they're 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 funneling out into the street to meet you guys. What would Kaluna and Fee's reactions be to to seeing Amara for the for the first time? Something along the lines of "Holy shit!" I, yeah. <laughs> uh, Fee Fee would probably like kind of run or jog into the room and just kind of go, "Oh, this is a big room." And then, like, see Amara and just stop and just like, holy fuck, that's a big dragon. Uh, also, would Amara be kind of looking in our direction? Um, as you as you funnel into the room, yeah. Um, she's kind of keeping an eye on things in the house, but uh, she's uh, she'd be kind of catty corner. She'd be out in the street. The street runs uh, parallel to the house, so she would be out in the house, but she would kind of. Uh, swing her neck around so she can look back inside. She was she was doing that anyway when when Jadzi was in there. Uh, Fee Fee would uh, bow slightly. Um. So Valus is going to approach Jadzia. He is not excited about the prospect of climbing on this fucking dragon again. He is not. He's not a fan. Is there like a saddle on the dragon? No, there's not. No. It's not really meant to be ridden so much as it can be. So like Strahd. Amara has these uh, these these spines that that go down down her back, and it's actually pretty easy to wedge yourself. She's so damn large, pretty much like Strahd, only bigger. She's so large you can just kind of wedge yourself in between. It's actually <laughs> quite easy to to, to ride Amara because she's not trying to bank and lose you. It's not like uh, it's not like when Una was fighting Strahd and he was physically trying to shake her off of. She would be actually taking it very gentle, and it's it's quite a smooth ride. The thing is, Valis is petrified of heights, and um, the last time the dragon landed and he was on the back of it, that didn't end well. Okay, um, when Jadzia sees how upset Valis looks, um, can she reach into her bag and try to fasten some sort of handle to tie to the dragon so he can, like, hold on better? Oh, you mean, like, tie rope to the scales itself? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can cool. totally do that. She'll um, do that. No. Okay. Like, see. see, it's okay, honey. This will be <laughs> fine. <laughs> do me a favor. Roll an athletics check. Now, this won't be a this won't be a high check, but this is just nice high magical knots. <laughs> <laughs> this is rope from her magic show. This is okay. Athletics, sixteen. Okay, that's that's perfectly fine. This was just to just to tie uh, a little knot around one of the spines on Amara. So. Um, so Valis is th- that kind of sets him at ease a bit you guys have to scale this dragon to get on the back of it even though she's crouched down and you know she's as low as she can get you kind of have to scale her like a wall just to get onto her back in the first place so you'd have to kind of step up on her feet then leg and then walk on her back to get I mean it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a climb so um, if everyone would do me a favor and please roll an athletics check Okay. Just to see how well you get on the back. Of- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The good thing is um, not tying went really well, though. <laughs> how how tall is Amara? 
Okay, so she's crouched down, so it's yeah. not it, it's it's not ridiculously it's not a ridiculous climb because there are footholds. Like again, you can climb up her legs, but you're still looking at about twenty five feet or so to get all the way to the to the top of her. Can I use my teleporty thing? Yeah, sure can. Awesome. So, okay. So okay, Kaluna. Uh, Kaluna gets on the back of let's let's get Valis in here, jeez. Okay, so Kaluna gets on the back of Amara with not too much trouble at all. Valis and Jadzia have a much tougher time. Um, it would appear as though Valis is really trepidatious about getting on the back of this dragon, and he's kind of lumbering up the side of her leg. Jadzia is having a real hard time. Um, I would imagine Jadzia would go just before Valis. So Valis is actually going to use uh, his hands and try to give Jadzia a boost. So she... Oh man, she rolled a five. So she's just slipping on the back of the dragon and trying to... Yeah, she's... She almost falls off like two or three times, just trying to get a foothold in this dragon. But eventually, everyone settles in and, uh, and, and you guys are set to go. Just before Amara starts to stretch and, and get ready to take off. David is going to come running uh, out from the back of the house. Um, and he's, he's going to flag you down just one second. And um, he's going to walk up to Jadzia and hand her a note. Should I read it out loud? so that the Sure, if you like. You can, right. either, you can either just keep it to yourself or read it out loud. Totally up to you. Okay. Um, let me see if there's anything special. Okay, I'll read it out loud. <laughs> I don't want to see if there's anything I did want to keep a secret. Um, it says, Dear Jadzia, I trust that you'll take good care of Amara, and in turn, she'll look out for you. Valis tells me that you have an interest in magic and research. Perhaps the next time you visit, we can talk about that. It just so happens that this house has quite an interesting library. You may find the things, you may find some things that pique your curiosity. Have a safe journey, Tessia Grimness. So that's really nice. Um, She'll smile and like, kind of like show Valis, like, "Hey, look, your mom wrote me a note. That's so nice." Then put it in her pack. <laughs> so if you guys are ready, as soon as Jatsy gives the signal, Amara's going to take off. When I'm in charge of the dragon, you're the only one who could speak to it. Sweet. All right. <laughs> uh, then after Valis and I are both securely tied to the dragon, because clearly we. We need to be. If anyone else would like to tie themselves up, I think everyone has rope. <laughs> I'd suggest it. <laughs> As a just-in-case measure, that's totally yeah. an option if you guys want to tie yourself I've, to I've, this dragon. I'm new to flying dragons. I've never done stick shift before. Oh, wait, Amara's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Penis joke. Um. <laughs> okay, then let's go. Okay, um, do me a favor, roll a diplomacy check there, Jatsia. Diplomacy, sorry, Windows. Uh, diplomacy check. Those always go well. 18! Okay. Ah, cool. <clears throat> You're fine. So, Amara has learned, uh, she's taken off many times in the city by now, and she has learned that it is better to get as far away from these buildings as she can before she starts flapping her wings. Because a lot of these, uh, a lot of these, uh, a lot of these houses in Brightport, especially in the lower quarter, are very old, and um, she's done a bit of damage uh, in in the city. Uh, so she's going to start to stomp her way through the city, treading light enough that she's not implanting her footprint in the street, but 
it, it's still quite a sight if you're just out buying apples or something and then oh shit giant dragon so new visitor you can always spot a new visitor to brightport because they have no fucking clue that amara lives there until she steps out of the house which is always fun to see so um, after she gets a safe distance uh, away from uh, away from houses, she's going to spread her wings and sort of leap into the air and then catch herself with uh, with her wings and start to start to fly off. Now, this is not the is not the safest form of takeoff for passengers as it, it jostles the shit out of them. And, and it's not as smooth as if she were to just stand there and flap her wings and take off easily. She's kind of leaping into the air and it's, it jostles you a bit. But since you're all tied in. Um, I would ask that you all roll an endurance check, but the check is going to be pretty low. Whee! 28. 20. 24. Okay, you're off. Oh, wait, Phallus. Oh, Phallus, honey. <laughs> He's uh, got to have high endurance, right? Like... Yeah, he has pretty decent endurance. Let me check that. What is his endurance? It was less than Jadzia's, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was less than Jadzia's, but Jadzia's is pretty damn high. Mine's so. really high. Yeah. This is like a nine. My athletics blows, but I can endure shit. Okay. Yeah, okay. He rolled a 19. He's fine. Yeah. Unless unless someone crit won that, that wasn't gonna... Yeah. But you take off, um, and you're gonna be, a, you're gonna be uh, a few hours in the air here, but it is a much faster and safer journey than your journey to get to Brightport, I assure you. Because your journey getting there sucked. I'll be honest. You almost got arrested twice. You snapped a unicorn's neck. You watched a man get bitten in half. You, um, so after a few hours, you're going to be approaching the city of Esterholt. Now, how would you like to treat this? Because if you remember, this city was just a tr- attacked by a dragon. Um, now you would have no knowledge that uh, you would have no knowledge that uh, the paladins Craig, Bree, and Una went to Odysseia. The original plan was for them to distract the dragon. So you would have no knowledge that they just kept going and followed the Yeah, it's almost like someone did something incredibly stupid. Right. I mean, that would be incredibly stupid to go fist fight a dragon. Right. So, so obviously everyone would just assume that no one did anything that incredibly ridiculously dumb. Right. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Waiting for snarky chat in the Skype. (laughs) Um, so I think because this village was just attacked by a dragon, we should fly right in with a bigger dragon. I think that'll make everyone feel better. Totally makes sense. Like it. So I was joking, but no one stopped it. Okay. Well, then that's <laughs> what we're doing. That's uh, center of town, right? Right. Um, okay. So we should pull over like near the side of town and um, put one of those locks on our dragon so that no one <laughs> can steal her. Um, wouldn't uh, would would it be good to um, fly fairly high uh, and? go around the surrounding area see if we can see anything essentially yeah we should probably observe the perimeter okay uh, everyone do me a favor roll perception okay. 20 okay Valus rolled a 20 16 16 uh, 23 23 okay um, Valus yeah Valus, Fee and Kaluna are going to uh, notice that while Esterholt took a few lumps uh, it's really not that bad. Uh, there were four ballistas that got chucked into the city. Um, a few of them went through buildings. One of them kind of landed in the street and, and, and tore up the, uh, the the bricks there. But nothing nothing too terrible. There was a building that was demolished. Um, and 
that sucks. But other than that, it could have been a hell of a lot worse, especially if this dragon started breathing fire or attacked the city proper. It looks as though that uh, a lot of people who evacuated... Uh, it, the city looks pretty bustling, so it looks like either they got the hint that um, the dragon just didn't come back after a couple of days and came back, or they um, they they just took a risk and came back anyway. Maybe they forgot something. It, either way, uh, the city looks pretty bustling. Now, timeline-wise, to clear up any confusion with people at home, the events of the last episode took place almost uh, about two and a half days apart from each other. So Bri and Una have been in Esterholt for two and a half days waiting for the party to get back. Uh, so they are now locked in the exact same timeline, just to, just to alleviate any confusion. So how would you like to land this sucker? Um, slowly and gently. <laughs> I'm guessing outside the city. Outside the city, yes. Okay. Um, so I don't have the map with me right now because I'm on a different computer. Oh shit! I need to put my computer in. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing right around the same area as Strahd landed before. Uh, that seems that kind of like just... a bad idea. Well, I mean, it's it's up to you. Uh, that's just south of the city. That's a really huge open <laughs> field. Um, really, nothing there to hurt. Right. Um, yeah. Sure. Then we'll do it there, as long as when we like start to go down, we notice that there's not any people around. Thank you, Cat. Right. Okay. I kind of figure that's a... I kind of figure that's a given. Well, you, I don't want people who are, like, scared of dragons to see a dragon. That's my oh, point. everyone's scared of dragons. Uh, well, some people have a freshly crazy... Freshly scared. Fear. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, this is going to be a really shocking sight to the people in the city, because while... Okay, seeing a red dragon fly over the city is rare and and scary as hell in these parts. A white dragon is not at all from these parts, and especially something the size of Amara. So she's going to she's going to circle the city while you guys scope things out, and you can see where people are starting to scatter, <laughs> uh, and then approaching the city, uh, the, the, the the southern portion of the city. She's going to. Um, she's going to land, and just before she gets to the ground, she's going to start beating her wings uh, really, really aggressively so that the the approach is going to be a hell of a lot softer than when she approached uh, the streets of Brightport. So it's going to be a very gentle landing this time. Aw, thanks, honey. She's been having lessons. <laughs> yeah, she's getting used to the whole takeoff landing thing. So having landed... Um, you guys are a fairly good distance away from the city. Uh, I imagine you're just going to leave Amara here. It's not like anyone's going to fuck with her. No one's smart, um, anyway. Again, only an idiot would fist fight a dragon. It's just... Okay, um, we should probably tell her something. We shouldn't just leave her here and be like, ah, come back yeah. when we feel like a bitch. <laughs> so yeah, I guess after we all dismount, Jadzia will tell Amara that they're going to go into town. And they should be back soon, like before sunset, let's say, because we'll need to put her somewhere if she's going to be overnight. So we'll be back before sunset, and if we're not, go home. Just in um, case. I don't know. <laughs> Something bad might happen. Go home. Um, she's going to nod her head, again, ever so slightly. Uh, so I, I I imagine that's... You're, you're going to head into the city now? Sure. Um... So where would the first place be that you, you, I imagine you'd be going home? 
And by home, I mean the house you inherited. I, I mean, that's, yeah. yeah. So, okay. I suppose so, yeah. Unless someone wants to try, like, roll a streetwise check to see what's going on. Someone who's not Jetsia, because Jetsia sucks at those. <laughs> Maybe a more fee-like person. Uh, fee is not fantastic at that. I have a feeling Kaluna is better. No, Plus she's four? <laughs> Sorry. No. Um, it's it's Una that's better than Fee. Sorry, I was... I was going to be like, the person who doesn't know how to handshake is really good with talking to people <laughs> and getting information. She's, She's really just so friendly. People just also super stealthy as a giant her. tree in the middle of uh, the town. Yeah. I think you're the highest we have right now. Ooh. Yeah, it doesn't really help, though, with that okay. one. Fee is pretty sure we're in a town. Well, you're certainly in Esterhold, and... Uh, you you are getting the feeling that people have started funneling back into the city. Um, that's about as much as Fee would know with that roll. <laughs> approaching approaching your house before you get there, um, you're about halfway through the city, getting getting back to your 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 mansion. Um, you're going to see Bree. Everyone, roll a perception check for me, please. Twenty three. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that is my third crit miss today, folks. This is going to be a good session. Let's not fight anything, guys. If we can avoid it, can we just... Can we just, just not? Let's just get on the dragon and ride around <laughs> for, for three hours. Um, I know Kaluna, Kaluna didn't see anything. She, she's yeah. Just, oh, wait, no. Mac just got back. Perception. What am I doing? Check. Okay. 33. Oh, good lord. Okay. Fuck. Kaluna and Fee are going to notice that while... Okay, while while Brianna doesn't look like the most healthy of people all the time, she does not look great. Um, she looks a shade paler than she normally does, and she normally looks pretty pale. And she has uh, she has some dark dark circles under her eyes. Um, she she just she just appears to look sort of sickly. Um, and she's going to come running up to you guys. Fee. Uh, Fee would probably, like, as she's running towards us, run up towards her um, and kind of stop, uh, like, shortly before her. And it's like, his his initial reaction is, oh my god, it's Bree, fantastic, run up, say hi. And then obviously he gets closer and it's like, she doesn't look too good. And yeah, yeah. so when when he reaches her, he, he's going to be like, hey, are you alright? How, how, how did it go? Um, kind of a long story. Actually, I need to talk to you guys about that. Okay, Una's at the house, but I'm really going to need you to treat her with kid gloves for a while. Maybe just not be too pressing with questions. And she's going to look past you and see the, the, the dragon in the background. Um, I see the dragon thing panned out. We brought reinforcements to fight Strahd. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Um, let's let's go back to the house. But just just remember, let's try to just give her a little space. Is all I'm saying. Okay. Hey, how big Do is you... the hedge mage behind the house? Oh, it's pretty sizable. You could get lost in that for hours. Could a dragon? No. <laughs> I was it's thinking maybe she big. could like flatten it into a bed for herself. <laughs> Oh, if you, oh yeah, if you want to have her just use that, that's totally Yeah, I figured that could be, that way we know where she is. 
Because um, I'm worried about her game lost. Poor baby. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll run back over to the dragon and be like, hey, um, follow us. Please walk. If she can fit between the things. Could she fit the, between the like houses and shit? Um, she would be able... So, okay. The way Darmok's house was set up is he's sort of... Um, he has quite a large amount of space. That was a pretty huge mansion. So the the entire back portion of this hedge maze takes up enough space that she could just fly directly to it, land, and as long as she's... I mean, you don't care about it being destroyed anyway, so that yeah, that, that, that wouldn't be in danger of hurting any of the buildings. All right, awesome. Again, I will tell her where the hedge maze is and be like, you can go hang out there. It's right behind the orphanage. You, yeah. you come... Do Don't eat anything di- you find. <laughs> roll a diplomacy check, please. I want to see how well you communicate this message to her. 14. 14. All right. So Amara's going to go ahead and take off. Um, and Seriously, don't eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> so walking back to the house, Bree is going to start to fill you in on some things. Um, okay, I should start off with the fact that Strahd's dead. We ended up fighting it in, in in Odyssea, and we lost Craig and all of the paladins. And Una kind of died. Kind kind of died. Strahd ended up doing a lot of damage to her, and she she bled out. A group happened by, and their cleric was kind enough to buy me some time to get back to Esterholt and I had someone at the temple resurrect her she hasn't been taking it well she said that there was nothing on the other side that's that's the same as as me although it's it's gotta be it's got to have more an effect, or of an effect, for someone who who wanted to be there. I know. I know that when when I died, I I didn't want to go, but Una embraced it. She she seeked it. I I was I was so glad to come back I, I can't even imagine how, how she would be taking this yeah well that's why you know I wanted to give you a heads up about it but I'd rather her not know that I warned you about that so maybe we should just kind of get back to the house um, and she's going to start she's going to start picking up the pace a little bit she's going to Keep pace with her. Judzi will run after too. Okay. Jeez. So getting back to the house, uh, she's going to open the door and, and kind of swing around to the other side and open it and make sure that it just kind of usher everyone in. Um, where would Una be? Um, Una would probably be in like the uh, the the sitting room where they uh, had the diplomatic meetings with a uh, Mister okay. Drow man. Mr. Drowman. I forget his name. Just your dad, man. Bring me a dream. Seraph, right? (laughs) Seraph, yeah. Whoops. (laughs) Just, you know, that that genetic material, you know. Say, what a 
Jeez. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's pretty much right, right inside the front door. So uh, yeah, she. I, I imagine it would see everyone come in. Um. Yeah. Okay. Um. I guess she'd be just kind of like waiting, sitting in like a armchair or something. Um. I guess first appearances, like she looks kind of screwed up. Like her face is not you know, the normal happy, you know, kind of ag- aggressively happy Una. She is not wearing armor. She's just wearing, like, a black dress. And she has uh, burns covering her forearms that have been tattooed over completely black. And, the, uh... Sorry, the, 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 the burns have been tattooed black? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, she wanted to wipe out those tattoos in, like, multiple ways. Okay. Um, so she'll stand up when everyone comes to the door and just kind of, like, silently walk over towards Fee and Jadzia and just, like, gather them both, like, into a, I don't know, like, a group hug. Um, when Jadzia first sees Una, like, Normally, if this had, if she hadn't just heard that news, she would have run over immediately and like given her a hug. But in between that, when they found that out, um, she's just going to stand there awkwardly until Una comes over. As soon as Una wraps her arms around her, Jadzia will like put her hand on the back of Una's head and kind of stroke her hair a little bit. Like it's okay. It's fucked up though. <laughs> um, Una will just kind of like pull back and like she's very calm. She's not shaking. She's not crying. She's. Just, deathly calm um and she'll look both Fee and Jadzia like in the eyes like one at a time um not both at the same time and go all wall-eyed um <laughs> and Una's a horse <laughs> just <laughs> like um, and the fucking Minecraft <laughs> sheep that's the <laughs> hello uh, sheep that's how she came back so wrong so everyone that's, that's what a 17 gets you <laughs> Jumpers for everyone. (laughs) I need to get her a helmet. (laughs) Sorry, I'm derailing. I'm sorry. I derailed it first. Um, And she'll say, Look, I want you both to know that I won't be pulling that shit again. I'm not going to risk your lives. I'm not going to risk my life for something that stupid again. That's done. Jadzia is going to look super relieved by that, even though she was... Honestly, she was a little mad at Una at first. Because <laughs> she told you. <laughs> Fucking told you. But um, when you say that, she's going to look much more relieved and nod really excitedly. But she's not going to say anything. Like, it's on the tip of her tongue. Like, she wants to say, I told you so. But she fucking can't because you died. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do I have to roll perception check to notice that? Or is that just something that's pretty obvious? Um, Do me a favor, roll a perception check. Because I want to see if Una picks up something. 29. Okay, yeah. I'm back in the game, motherfucker. Picked up everything. (laughs) Um, Una's going to notice the hesitation that uh, Jatsia gave. Una's gonna notice uh, what 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 Bree was just talking about. Uh, she's gonna she's gonna pick up the fact that that 
normally Jatsy would probably be a little more, a little quicker to um, to, to embrace Una, and to, but it, it sort of seems like uh, maybe she was tipped off about your present mindset. Mm. Okay. Do I notice the Jatsia thing? Her being like, kind of like, eh, like want to say something, but I'm not. Yeah, totally. Okay. okay. So, um, Una will like, kind of like look over at her and like kind of narrow her eyes and like smile just the tiniest bit, like just one corner of her mouth going up like a quarter of an inch. That's actually kind of a lot, a quarter of a centimeter. And she'll just say, I know you told me so. Jatsia is going to kind of like huff out her nose like a little bit, like, <laughs> but she's not actually going to laugh. And then she's just going to like pat Una on the shoulder, like the same way Una would do for her, but it's really awkward coming from her, you know, like the little punch <laughs> on the shoulder that manly men do <laughs> that Una probably does all the time, but Jadzia is doing it. So it looks kind of funny, but she's trying. Um, and the, uh, the smile will, or whatever smile there was, will just completely die. And she will just kind of move her eyes from Jadzia, like, directly um, at Bree. And, like, not say anything, just the look. Mm. Uh, Bree's, Bree's going to very quickly look down. <laughs> uh, very, um, almost like a child getting caught, like, stealing something. Almost like it's like, oh, I fucked up. Like that, it's 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 very much that she's not good at lying, and probably wouldn't even attempt to do the I don't know what you're talking about thing. She instantly knows what the look means. She knows she knows what's going on. Um. Okay. Um. Una will just like look back at at Jadzia and Fee, and like take a deep breath. Just like, well, I see she's told you. I need to explain some things, I suppose. First uh, of all, the, uh, okay. uh, uh, Fee, Fee is um, at the. I suppose she she's told you, um, because Fee doesn't quite know what he can and can't say, and that is a. Oh, she knows that she's said to us. So yeah, so he's going to be instantly relieved, and he's just going to kind of. Pull, pull Una in a bit and pull Bree in as well and say, welcome to the Resurrection Club. May it not get any bigger. Um, Bree's going to give a little smile at that. Just like anything to break the tension in the room right now. <laughs> uh, Ona will like squeeze Fee's arm, um, but her expression of like absolute grim sincerity remains the same. And uh, she's going to kind of like narrow her eyes a little bit at, at Bree before looking back to her friends. Um, I died. And I wanted to die. And I left my body. I don't not remember anything. I remember lots. But I just remember lots of nothingness. Not nothing. Nothingness. A void. There was no feeling, there was no sound. I wasn't angry, I wasn't upset, I wasn't in heaven. There was no emotion. There was no sensation. Just blackness. But I was aware of it. Hey, Jason, really quick, could I roll some sort of check to see 
if Jadzia has ever read about other people who have come back from the dead. Um, sure. And- Give me a history check. Cool. Jets is like, oh yeah, it's just a waiting room. Like, if you would have been dead for a little bit longer. Oh my god, you were right there. You... <laughs> Core just had you take a number. Fuck. All you had to say was, hey, let me in. Open sesame. Oh, dude, I thought everyone knew that. <laughs> they didn't teach you that? Oh, 24. You have, to, you have to find another dragon. Like, oh. <laughs> You're gonna have to find a... We got one. Do you wanna... We brought you one special. Different. <laughs> you know, hedge maids. Um, so Jatsia has, has read about the subject being, being someone with no soul. She has read in great detail about what, you know, stories of people coming back, because this is a world where resurrection exists. And even though the richest 1% are usually the only ones who can afford it, or the, the, the people with connections to clerics and such and such, um, there are detailed accounts of people coming back. The problem is some of these appear to perhaps be embellished. Uh, Some people just want to be looked at as the guy with the info. It's like, oh, I know what happens after you die. So they'll, they'll, you know, I mean, it's really tough to distinguish who's being honest and who's, who's just spinning a fucking tale for the sake of being famous. The guy who comes back, oh, I met Cord. He's a totally cool guy. We got a ribeye sandwich and uh, he told me all about, you know, Cord's heaven and uh, it's going to be great. Like, it's really tough. There are there are many accounts of people saying that there's just nothing on the other side, or they don't remember there being anything on the other side. It was a blink. One minute, Bree said the same thing. Um, one minute, they were alive. That's the last thing they remember, and then they're waking up somewhere else. Um, some people, um, some people give accounts of you know a brilliant light speaking to a deity or someone they they presume to be a deity having a detailed conversation and then coming back. So it kind of runs the gamut, and it's really tough because these are written by people and not the deities themselves. It's really tough to distinguish who's telling the truth and, and who would be lying. Well, that's not helpful, like at all. <laughs> okay, so Jadzia is just going to kind of nod and. She's not sure if this is the right time to, like, bring up that she's heard all these different versions of things. But she is going to say that's what some people see on the other side. It might not be all there is. I'm not sure. Well, it was enough to convince me that there is no cord. Not like the one I've been worshipping my entire life. And I need to say this. Because it's important that you know. And Una's going to look over at Bree like, I'm talking to you, bitch. Um, I would rather be in that void, feeling nothing, than alive, feeling all the guilt and shame and all these wasted years crushing down on me. I'm not going to do anything stupid. I'm not going to try and get back there. But I feel like that should be known. Um, everyone roll a perception check, please. Cool. Is Bree urinating because she 19. should... 19. <laughs> 33. Mm. Can you smell this? 10! 10. 10! 23. Does that count for me? Uh, do I roll 22. it too? 22. Yeah, you roll it too. You're, you're most definitely rolling this too. Oh, I forgot that Valus is here. <laughs> yeah, what? I did too until I Valus saw is, okay. the GM roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Valis is very awkwardly placed. Like he doesn't, he doesn't, he isn't, 
he's not that connected with Una to begin with, and then this all this heavy shit's being laid out, and he's just kind of mm-hmm. like he's just kind of off to the side, standing next to Jadzia. It's just like, oh my god, this chick. Um, Bree is very visibly uh, her her shoulders are gonna slump. She is she looks more guilty than anything. Like I fucked up in bringing her back kind of uh, expression. She's very obviously, you could see she wants to say something, but there's nothing that it doesn't look like there's anything that she could say that would make that like better. Uh, Phallus is going to very awkwardly reach his hand over and kind of place it on Una's shoulder um, more trying to be reassuring than anything, but it comes off as stiff and awkward. Ugh. And that's all he's going to do. He's not going to, he's not going to say anything. He's not, and then almost as quickly as he put his hand there, he's going to draw it back. Almost as if Una is made of lava. Just, just kind of put his hand there. It's like, all right. And then p- put his hand back down. Like he doesn't that's know done. what to do with himself. And yeah. then he jumps onto the couch and he has to try to get from the living room to the kitchen <laughs> without touching the floor. <laughs> Valis has just ruined your couch. <laughs> down, Valis, down. <laughs> Una will just kind of like, like twitch her shoulder, like, ugh. Um, not like make the noise, but just kind of like, ugh, I'm still racist. <laughs> Came back even more racist. Um, no, just kind of like, like twitch her shoulder, like, that was fucking weird. Like, you know, like, just like, that, that thing made her more uncomfortable than if he just, okay. like, just stood there. He's not even looking at her. It's it's like put his hand there and it's like all right. Just start looking around <laughs> the room. Oh, okay, like he doesn't know what to do with his hands. Like he keeps like rubbing his hands on his pants. Just, just like put him oh, on Jadzia. Like yeah. <laughs> if he thought that would be an appropriate time to do that, sure. But it seems like the wrong time. They always say that, but <laughs> <laughs> sure. is there ever a right time? Really? <laughs> yes. You guys are always fighting a dragon or Oh, I thought you just in general, army. like in, in every day. Oh, well, life, yeah, no, like, obviously, um, yes, yes, obviously so. there's, but I'm talking about in your day-to-day life. I mean, you guys have like two hours on a dragon, Mile High Club, am I right? He's terrified. It's really well, hard to I get mean, an erection get when he's therapist. terrified, I guess. It's just... Kaluna is going to just sort of slink out of the room and into the kitchen to make everyone some tea. I think I think everyone needs some comfort right now. What would Marek do? Just make some tarts or something. I guess Jensia would kind of like um she'll kind of like put her hand on Una's shoulder and be like, Hey, um we still got a dragon. <laughs> like that might make you happy, right, boy? Come on, come see the dragon. Um which probably isn't the best way to comfort someone who was just killed by a dragon, but Jadzia doesn't realize that. <laughs> Actually, everyone do me a favor, roll a perception check, please. Oh god, I hope the dragon came. Is there a kaboom? 28. Do I still need to roll one even Seven. though I'm not a Um, Kaluna can absolutely roll one, yes. Okay. 30. Damn. 12. Slaying it. Uh, Kaluna, let's see, Kaluna, Una, and Fee are going to feel the house shake fairly aggressively as it would appear as though uh, Amara has uh, circled. She must have circled the city for a while trying to find the right angle for approach. And then 
kind of taking it a bit sharp, she she banks into the city and sort of slams into the hedge maze in the back. So the entire house is going to shake uh, fairly violently. Now, Una has no fucking clue as to why that would be. Uh, but everyone else I just should told have. Her. <laughs> right, but I mean, you didn't tell her that. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess you did kind of tell her. But so this would be, this would be, it's like, oh, we have a dragon. It's like, boom. Like, then directly after that, that's when the house starts shaking. Uh, and it's going to do this for a few seconds and then, and then everything's going to settle and stop. And corpses fall out of the walls. <laughs> <laughs> One rolls out from under the couch. It's been there a while. Um, we're just going to look over at Brie, or not Brie, uh, the, the person who Brie plays, um, Jadzia, that Sorry. person. Uh, we're just going to look over Real at Brie. <laughs> I, I suck at this. It's been all it's been too long. Uh, we're just going to look over at Jadzia um, and just say, I presume that's the dragon. Um, Jadzia's going to kind of like jokingly smile and be like, I hope so. May I meet her? Sure. Um, first of all, do you speak Draconic? Nope. Oh, well. well that would have been cooler. I, speak like a, I speak Elemental. I don't know if she does. That's some hardcore do shit. Primordial. <laughs> oh, prim- Primordial. That's, that's Primordial and Goblin. Those are some convenience. <laughs> then again, Draconic. This is the first time that's been useful. <laughs> I might be able to talk to her in Primordial. I don't fucking know. Can try it. <laughs> just, it just sounds like like the brown note. Like yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> just so weird. <laughs> Fucking primordial. <laughs> <laughs> you picture something very dignified. It's like okay, I'm gonna speak to. Them. <laughs> just, just like, oh. No, my first thought was that it sounds like J-pop music. Like way way fun fun fun. <laughs> it comes with like hand gestures you have to do. <laughs> So you guys are going to walk through the kitchen and to the back uh, to the back door, and uh, the the entirety of the windows, back door, everything, anything you, you when you look outside, you're going to see white. You're going to see Amara. This is she is nestled in the hedge maze. Uh, now the hedge maze is large enough that it the the outskirts of the hedge maze sort of surround her, but she is very much crushed most of the center of this. Um, and she can stretch her neck clean over the top wall of it and into the backyard. So when Aww. you open the door, it's pretty much just Amara's face. That's kind of adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I made a bed. <laughs> yeah. It's, you just think about how many corpses are under this dragon right now. I stepped in something, like scraping her foot off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this one looks like you. <laughs> so does this one. So does these eight. One. <laughs> I think that one was alive when I landed. Oopsies. <laughs> okay, so um, when they see her face, um, Judzia is going to say, Una, this is Amara. And then in Draconic, she's going to say, Amara, this is Una. Um, Una will, will bow very deep to Amara, um, considering she uh, helped to kill and maim uh, two of her brethren in like the last few months. Um she feels like she should show some respect. Amara is going to uh, twist her head so that her eye um, is focused uh, on Una and then uh, swing the front of her face around to Una and get really close, like inches away. And then uh, take a deep breath through her nostrils. She's sort of sniffing out Una. Uh, And then exhale deeply and Una's going to feel... 
Una's, Una's not going to have to fight to stand her ground, but there is definitely a... Oh, oh, just, just, just the briefest of seconds as this air rushes past her, there is... Uh, there's a feeling that if she wanted to, she could blow Una over in, like, no time flat. Like, back into the house and into the kitchen if she wanted to. But um, she's sort of uh, sniffing Una out and kind of feeling her out. Uh, and then she's going to kind of push her, her nose, uh, her snout, uh, against Una and kind of nuzzle her just a little. Uh, Una expected, like, this fucking dignified as shit creature who's just like, yes, good. Like... I am done here. And it's like <laughs> nuzzling her. So she's like, the fuck? <laughs> um, but she'll uh, look over at Jadzia and like kind of hold her hand, like like hover hand <laughs> above Amara's nuzzle, like, or uh, muzzle. Like, do I pet it? Like, is that okay? Jadzia's going to kind of like motion that it's okay because now that she smelled you and hasn't reacted violently, you can probably go ahead. Um, Una will... Uh, stroke the dragon's face for the second time in about a week (laughs) well yeah it's i like you much better than the other one (laughs) it's a much less aggressive stroking of the face uh yeah amar's gonna react pretty pleasantly to that just just almost like a dog would almost just very you know it's it's sort of extending the olive branch like okay i i think you're cool we we can you know Jatsy seems to vouch for you, so we're okay. Jatsy is little demon friend here, Sheldon. All right. Uh, is going to start to clamor beneath uh, Una's feet. Just, just start <laughs> running around and sort of try and jump up and take swipes at at Amara, the, the, the her lower uh, her lower chin, as uh, as as Una's uh, petting it here. So. He's gonna just miss each time. Like he's not tall, not quite tall enough to 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 reach Amara, but he is trying. Can Jatia smack him with her staff? Absolutely. Okay, she's gonna do that. Um, she's gonna say no, down, smack him with <laughs> the staff. So Sheldon, so he's gonna get a. Too few, bad you're not giant and in. beautiful, or we would treat you nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Jatia's gonna strike Sheldon in the back of the head with his staff. It's like eh, just just sort of. Just sort of like stop everything he's doing and look up at Jadzia. All right, all right, and and and, and shift back to Jadzia, like sort of like cling to Jadzia's ankle again, which is kind of his default position. Every time, every time he steps out of line, which has happened a bunch, but every time he steps out of line, Jadzia will just like fucking knock it off, like like an angry parent in a grocery store, just fucking stop it. And then it's like okay, 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 and then stop and come back. Uh, Una's gonna curl her lip in like just utter disgust. Um... And just, like, you haven't killed that thing yet? Valis is going to look at Una and then raid at Jatsy, like, yeah, we haven't killed that thing. <laughs> like, he, like, someone else is siding with him. like, fuck it. Yeah, right. Like, almost almost a hand motion. It's like, huh? What have I been saying? <laughs> well, don't be mean to my baby that I just hit in the face of the staff. <laughs> <laughs> don't you tell me how to raise my children. <laughs> <laughs> I can put Mountain Dew in a sippy cup if I want to. <laughs> that goes hand in hand with the Walmart thing. <laughs> I'm just saying demons should be sterilized so that we don't have so many demons running around. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. That is actually pretty smart. Shit. Uh, Jadzia almost wants to tell Una the truth now because Una just trusted her. 
but she's going to assume that right now there's a little bit too much on her plate, so she's going to just kind of shrug and be like, he's not bothering me too much. He stays in line. Look at him on my boot. <laughs> Bree is going to poke her head out of the back door here, but not not leave the house very much. Like she's, she's looking across to Amara and uh, you can see that she's uh, a little leery about coming outside, but she is, she's, she's just going to like slightly raise her voice. Is the dragon living here now? Cause technically we don't, we don't need it, I guess. I mean, should we talk about that? Bree, do you want to pet the dragon? Is Jatia asking? <laughs> yes, a little bit. Like, kind of sarcastically, not not trying to be mean, but kind of. <laughs> Come pet the dragon. It's okay. I don't think you want me touching it. I'm, I'm okay. She still smells like dragon guts. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, so... Jatia's gonna kind of nod and be like, right now, um... It might be a good idea to keep her around until we know what we're doing, even though Strahd's gone, which is awesome, by the way. <laughs> no one congratulated you on that, because you're all kind of worried about the Una dead thing. Good job. That should be something that gets talked about, I guess. <laughs> did we even... Did he, She just said that Strahd was dead. She never even said who killed Strahd. No. What a humble bitch. Okay, Una's going to pipe up then, if... if- <laughs> If no one had said that, I forgot that that was, like, a thing that she hadn't clarified. Yeah, she just uh, said that Strahd was dead. <laughs> sorry? She just said Strahd was dead. That's all oh. she... Damn it. Jason. Okay. Um, <laughs> Una's gonna, like, look over at Bree, like, just absolute expressionless, you know, um, and then look over at Jadzia and say, It was Bree who killed the dragon. After I died, she finished it off. Quite spectacularly. From what I hear, I mean, I wasn't there. I was kind of dead. <laughs> um, Jadzi is going to, like, put her hands on her hips, like, and look over at me and be like, then you shouldn't be scared of this one. Come on. Because I imagine Una's hand is still on the dragon, so I'm kind of trying to convince Bree that it's safe a little bit. Like, um, Roll a diplomacy check for me, please. Okay. 16. Okay. Bree says, fuck no. <laughs> Goes back inside, locks the door. Um, she's gonna step forward just slightly, and she's gonna hesitate for a long while, and 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 sort of eyeing Una, uh, touching the dragon, and then she's gonna take one more step forward, and and she's she's trying to get her hand as far away from her body as possible, <laughs> and and sort of stretching her neck back so that her head is as far away as possible, and then almost kind of blindly touch the dragon uh, in, in the snout area. Just very, very, like, like, just make contact with it and then pull back and kind of go back into the house. She's not made of lava. Well, she has not had the greatest experience with dragons. Oh. And she sort of had vicious nightmares back. about him her entire life. <laughs> awesome. Okay, well, we have a dragon now, um, but there's no danger. Right? Do you... Um, now that Bree's gone, Jadzia's gonna talk to Una. Do you want to stay with the ravens? Una's gonna, like, take a deep breath and kind of, like, just stare off into the distance. Um, and, like, kind of shrug. Overwatch is probably defeated by now. Strahd is dead. There's not much threat facing the ravens anymore. 
I just don't want to stay in Esterhold. Otherwise, I don't right. really care. So Jadzia is going to say, well, Amara here comes from Brightport, um, where Valus's mom owns House Dragonkeep. They, they keep dragons, as you can see here. I think Valus's mother, Tessia, would keep us, would take us in if we needed a place to stay. And also, uh, they have a really cool library, and I want it. <laughs> see, how much... It's been so long, I can't remember, but how much does Una know about Jadzia's anxieties about the afterlife? Because I feel like she kind of has like an idea that Jadzia is like really nervous about dying, possibly well, because of some de- have... demonic shit. I don't know about the demonic but... shit, but you'd know that she's absolutely apprehensive about dying. That's that's her chief concern. You could see that in every combat you get into. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, she's like, hey guys, I'm going to run if that guy becomes a werewolf again. I just say so y'all know. <laughs> um, like, Una will, will just kind of like nod gently. Um, and just say, I'm sure there's something that you need to take care of, and I'd be happy to help with that. Jazia's going to kind of smile and um, she'll say, then we'll head to Brightport then. And when we get there, I'll tell you a story. <laughs> like She wants to tell Una now, but not right now. <laughs> Is there anything we need to finish up here first? Uh, Una's going to shake her head like, no, like she just wants to get out of here. And now, because I'm sure that Bree is inside, Una's, uh, Jetsia is gonna, like, again, put her hand on Una's shoulder. Like, she keeps doing that because she just wants the connection. Like, you are physical, you are here. Good. Um, is Bree going to come with us? Because she can sense shit. <laughs> it's not really. I don't uh, think I have full perception for that. I'm pretty sure she knows that, that you're mad with her. <laughs> um,. Una's gonna, like, just kind of, like, stare harder into the distance. I'm not sure if that's possible, but, like, she'll look a little, like, angrier. Um, like, more of a shadow of her, like, old self. Um, and just kind of, like, shrug really angrily. Like, I, I don't... I don't know. There's obviously something wrong. She doesn't look good. I'm worried. But I haven't and I'm not sure when I can or if I can forgive her. She should have left me dead. She said the same to you. Oh. Okay, Ka- Fia's here. Fia <laughs> <laughs> just, like, <laughs> pops out of a bush. <laughs> Witty one-liner and back. <laughs> Una will kind of, like, grimace. Um, Fia, I think you're the only person who's been happily resurrected. That may be the case, but but since my resurrection, I have made just as many good memories, if not more. Resurrection doesn't. Resurrection shouldn't mean that you are you are coming back into a life of of misery or pain. I mean, when I was resurrected, we we were still in the Overwatch. I mean, I, I, I can't say that that was a good place for me. But for me, things have only think things have only improved. What's to say that where you were, where Bree was, was your low point? 
I mean, you. I. I mean, no offense by this, but to me, you you had all of your delusions about your gods and what you thought was going to happen, and you are saddened by by the fact that what you believed is not true. You you are a strong person. You are you are stronger than me when when it comes to it. But you 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 can and you will be able to pick yourself up you'll be able to improve yourself and you'll be able to get to a much better place than where you were you have you have so much more knowledge from that one single experience than you than you may have from your the whole of your life previous the same goes with Bree i mean from what i understand she's not having her nightmares anymore surely that is infinitely better one single experience has and can improve someone's life yes it's not what you expect at the time but just because it doesn't look good on the outside it it may be the kick that you need to set your to set your life straight and put you on a better path Um, Una's gonna like smile still kind of like just kind of staring off into nothing and uh, it's a very like hollow smile one of those things where people like you know they're really fucking sad but like they're smiling for appearances and she'll just kind of like look down at Fee or up at Fee how tall is Fee? that doesn't matter Um, she'll look at Fee and uh, she's just gonna say look Fee (laughs) I appreciate the pep talk, but the high point of my life was leaping off of a tower into the sky and smashing the eye out of a legendary dragon for my god <laughs> and assuming that I was going to go to heaven, shake him by the hand and warmly embrace all of my ancestors whom I desperately miss. Everything in comparison to that feels a little muted. I'm sure it will get better, but right now, it feels excruciating. Jodsi is going to, like, kind of shift from one leg to another. Like, she feels super awkward. She doesn't really know what to say. She's never really been religious, but she's going to say, maybe a mortal mind can't remember God's. Maybe it was wiped from you. I don't... You know I've never truly been religious. My father was the one who told me to believe in Cord. And as far as I know, I'm not the best follower anyway. But if it's the one thing that you truly cared about, maybe it's worth it to, in the back of your mind, hold some hope that this wasn't the end for you. This is the end of Cord For everyone. Um, and Una's gonna kind of like just like kind of get like a weird look on her face and uh, like remove her hand from the dragon and just kind of like turn and stride away. Cape swish, walk away. Dress. Do me a favor, everyone. Roll a perception check, please. 
Okay. <laughs> 13. Everyone, everyone? Uh, please, yes, everyone, everyone. <laughs> that is my fourth crit miss. Thank God we are not fighting. <laughs> if we were fighting right now, I'd be super dead. Does Jetsy have blinders on or something? I don't know. <laughs> Usually I could be like, oh, she was reading a book. That's uh, funny. That doesn't make sense for these. <laughs> she has her she eyes closed. Like, oh, I got an eyelash. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I'm wearing headphones because of reasons. <laughs> also, I invented headphones. <laughs> Una and Kaluna, they're going to hear some aggressive speaking in in the living room area. Um, and what it sounds like is uh, Brianna arguing with someone. Uh, and the, she's crazy. She's insane. <sighs> Una's going to recognize the voice as Julie's from the temple. Um, and what it sounds like from uh, from their perspective is um, they're arguing about Una's resurrection. Um, and Julie wants to wants to speak with Una, and it sounds like Bree's trying to usher her out of the house as quickly as possible. Uh, okay. Uh, hearing this on her way back to the house, I guess, from the dragon... Um, can I kick open the door? Does that require some sort of check? Uh, are you... Well, the door wasn't shut, but if you're talking about the, the kitchen door into the living room, there's 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 a swinging door if you want to kick not that Not going to have any doors left. <laughs> I don't... Not, not necessarily off its hinges, but just... I just you just want to make an entrance. Just make a fucking entrance. So, Una's going to kick this door open, and it's going to make an ungodly sound. It's going to startle everybody in the room. They're going to jerk. Uh, and Una's gonna come stomping into the living room area here. Follow. Jetsy will just come in and be like, oh, why'd we do that? That was stupid. Uh, She'll pointedly check her door that this is her house and she's checking to make sure you didn't break it. Kaluna. She's gonna side eye Una like, fucking, come on. Kaluna will quietly. What the fuck? Um, Una's gonna like stride into the, the room, just like not saying anything, just looking at Julie and Brie. Kaluna will quietly just follow everyone else in and bring the tea. <laughs> that tea's going on the floor. She's <laughs> <laughs> that tea's going to see some shit. Uh, Julie is uh, going to immediately lock eyes with Una as she walks into the room. Uh, and she's going to noticeably straighten up a bit. Uh, she looked a little standoffish with Bree, and she's going to... You could tell that she's completely switching tact as Una walks into the room. She's going to straighten up. Uh, behind her are uh, six paladins that are they, they haven't entered the house yet Julie is the only one who's crossed the, 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 the threshold of the house she is arguing with Bree in the living room uh, but she's going to cut that out immediately when Una enters the room uh, and she is going to uh, sort of assess Una uh, and after a few seconds she's she's going to say can we talk for a minute I can't possibly imagine what we would have to talk about. But yes. I can imagine that you have a lot to adjust to. From what I understand, being brought back is definitely not something to be trifled with and can be considered quite traumatic. So I'm going to forgive your actions at the temple. And... I would invite you 
and your party if they would like to join you to come back with me and we can start to set things right. Don't patronize me. I learned on the other side that everything I have worked for my entire life is a lie. I'm not saying you lied to me. You have probably been operating under the same delusion that I was. I don't want to go back to that temple. I don't want to think about cord. That's over. That's done with. I'll pay you for the damages if that's what you're seeking, but I'm not going back there. This isn't about money, Una. We've just lost Craig and several of our best men. We've taken a major blow here. On top of that, we can't very well have the fist of cord telling everyone that there is no cord. You can understand what kind of position that puts me in. Um, Una's going to like take a few steps um, up to Julie, just like frosty calm. And not like get in her face, but like just just stand there a little too close for it to be like comfortable, like comfortable conversation distance. There is no cord. Julie is going to step even closer to Una. Now, Julie is considerably shorter than Una by uh, a few inches. And she's going to lower her voice. It's, it's almost unsettlingly calm. You know, Craig saw something in you that I have never seen. And now that he's gone, there is absolutely no reason for me to sugarcoat this. Maybe you didn't see Cord on the other side because you didn't deserve to see Cord on the other side. Um, Una's gonna, like, just give the, the tiniest, tiniest hint of a smile. Um, I didn't see Cord because there is no Cord. And if I didn't deserve to see him, then someone like you never will leave. Now. I was really hoping that we could talk about this. But I could see you're going to be just as pig-headed and stubborn as you are about everything. I would hope that you would at least have the decency to not sully that weapon and relinquish it so that we can take it back to the temple. Um, fuck you. Um, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> no. Um, Do you know many dragons I've been through to keep this? <laughs> Two. <laughs> That's a lot more than you have, bitch. Um, I don't know why I, like, I vaguely sound like Robin Williams there. Oh, weird. Oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, uh, Una has the uh, the hammer like just kind of strapped to her back like she normally does. Um, with her dress? Uh, yeah, I mean, like you know, she's she's just she's carrying it. She's not gonna have it just sitting with her armor. Like, okay, that thing is on her at all times. Oh man, there's so many things I want to say. Okay, um, she, Una's gonna like get even closer. 
So she's almost nose to nose with Julie. Um, and kind of like lean over her a little bit. So it's kind of like, you want to go, bitch? You want to go? Like a little like that. Um, but still like icy calm. Something I've realized since coming back. And like slowly a tiny little smile is going to like kind of grow on her face. Is that all my power, all my strength, the way I can heal people, the way I can summon lightning and sparks and thunder? That's all me, bitch. That's all me. You guys took in an eight-year-old girl who you saw an inkling of power in. And yeah, you trained me. But that was my power. I had it from day one. Kor didn't decide to give that to me. That was mine. I've had it all along. Storms have been a part of my life since the day I was born. I should have realized that long ago. This isn't Kor's fury on my back. This is my fury. Don't you try and take it from me. Julie is going to... She's got her hands at her, at her side, and she's going to very slowly grip the handle of her of her longsword. One way or another, we're leaving here with that hammer. If you want us to embarrass you in front of your party, we'll do that. Don't let your foolish pride interfere with what's right. It doesn't belong to you anymore. Now hand it over. <sighs> Let's do this. Um. <clears throat> okay, <laughs> I'm trying to avoid a conflict here because I really don't want to like leave you know the the Temple of Cord completely decimated. But um, fuck shit. Okay. Um, Una will at this point like um starting to definitely look like her her old self um and she's gonna take like a tiny step back from julie um and just kind of run her eyes um you know over the over the six paladins who are waiting outside okay um i was gonna say something relating to fee and his weapon accord but i can't remember what it is now (laughs) Oh, shit, did Julie just forget that Fee also has one? She's a little focused on Una right now. Don't don't think that that hasn't been completely forgotten. Like, that, 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 that that's, that's, you know, that, that'll come up. But right now, it's, it's, it's more the principle of the thing. It's about, you know, Una just smashed a shitload of their, you know, <laughs> of their temple. Um, Bree threatened her life to bring Una back. And now Una, the fucking fist accord is telling everybody yeah that's all bullshit everyone that's not acceptable cool okay. I remember now um yeah uh, yeah so uh, okay, it's Fee, Fee's gonna step up behind Una and say Una has earned the right to her weapon through her acts whether they've been in the name of cord or not just as much as I have earned the right to my weapon Julie isn't going to break eye contact with Una. But she is going to say, Craig let you hold that weapon. Don't think for a second that you've actually earned it. There are people who would give their lives and a lifetime of dedication to Cord to even touch 
that weapon you're holding. To be honest, the fact that he lets you even touch it spits in the face of everything we worship. Everything you worship is a lie. Una has proved that. Una is going to pop her power where she can uh, fly and use sparks and levitate and shit like that. Um, so she's going to, to swing the hammer off, off of her back and, um, you know, hold it in, in one hand. Yeah, start placing tiles. Um, and uh, rise up off the ground. Um, sparks, thunder. Her eyes are going to, you know, glaze over completely white. Um, hair, you know, blowing all over the place. Black dress billowing everywhere. Um, somewhat like an angel of death. Um, I gave my life in dedication to Cord. I've been down that path, and guess what? It led fucking nowhere. Listen here, paladins. Your church saw me powerful, brave, and strong enough to name me the fist of your god. Leave now, or you're going to have to face me as my own fucking fist. And I'm going to roll an intimidate check and hope to god I, like my dress doesn't blow up and everyone, like, I don't know, something. <laughs> Seize your pansies. Can I get a plus for using my little power? I'm going to say, um, is that the encounter power? Uh, yeah, that's the one. We, we, we established a precedent for this last time. We did. There was extenuating circumstances, but yeah, we did. I'm going to give you the plus two. Go ahead. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess just add a plus two to this. 20. Fuck, crit mix. <gasps> oh, come on. Oh, no. Come, can we just cut that, please? No, we cannot. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Fuck. Damn I it. once gave a really badass speech and rolled a one or something. I'm so angry. I'm so angry. So She's angry. actually, her eyes are actually glowing over in real life now. Sparks. <laughs> I'm so upset. I'm just, can we just fuck this session? Let's, let's leave. <laughs> <laughs> Do me a favor. That was let's all place... culminating to that fucking critness. Are you shitting me? Okay, okay guys, try and face. knock them out. Don't kill them. Okay. Except I won't. For the record, that's what they're trying to do with you as well. Oh, that's nice of them. They're not trying to kill you. They're just trying to take back their possessions. For the record, if all of you guys pass out and Jadzia's still standing, she's not going to fight for your weapons anymore. <laughs> um, the second key, 28. Gotcha. Yep. Oh, wait, we're rolling initiative? Yeah. yeah. I'm not having for anymore. a while, actually. Is Bree in there? Uh, Fuck Bree. Uh, you may need Bree. I don't give a shit. I'm angry. Are you going to Plus, pout? we all got the yes. Freudian double entendre of that, of what you just said. <laughs> we all know. <laughs> you know, honey, we know you want to. So, Una is going to uh, float above the ground, lightning sparks, and she's going to give that speech. And uh, it would appear as though these paladins are standing their ground. They're going to ready their shield, uh, ready their ready their uh, collective swords and hammers axes and uh, sort of raise their shields like they're waiting for Una to do something violent but they're they're not leaving Julie is going to remain as calm as ever just watching Una fly into the air uh, and then after she's done um, she's <laughs> she's going to watch Una 
you know, return to the ground. I don't return to the ground for a turn. Oh, okay. So you're just going to stand there. Yep. Okay. So that's extra awkward. That's... <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I know. I'm going to smash her head and if she says anything. Okay. I thought you may react this way. I've prepared everyone here for the inevitable. We knew you weren't going to relinquish the weapon peacefully. Sadly, you're going to make us do this through violence. And she's going to draw her longsword. Uh, Fee, your turn. I got a key. Um, so, Amber's trick will allow me to move there and give me combat advantage against her. Uh, backstab to give me a plus three and my melee basic attack. So I got a plus five on that. That's a hit. All right. Okay, so sneak attack, 12, backstab, eight. Okay, eight damage. And my standard attack, 20. Okay. And that's everything. All right, Shatia, your turn. I want Jadzia to fight because I want to help, but no one's officially thrown a punch yet from their side, so I'm going to hold action. Okay. Uh, Fee, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, uh Basically the same. So... Uh... Ambush trick for combat advantage, uh, backstab, and either basic. So, plus five. Ah, oh, shit, that's a miss. Um, that's everything I can do. Okay. Paladin of Chord number three is going to... He is going to run uh, at Fee, charge him, and use something called Shield Slam... Uh, he's going to lower his shield, run at Fee, and try and knock him back and prone. Uh, uh, ooh, that is a hit. Uh, so that's 11 damage. Fee is going to be pushed back one square and knocked prone. Okay, now I'll jump in. <laughs> okay, and let's see. Jets, uh, blam, you're in. Okay, I felt like being a good person. Um, you know, <laughs> waiting. I will use Diabolic Grasp on that guy, the number three, because he's a douche. He hit B, so gonna do that. That is gonna miss. <laughs> Plus one for thinking speedy, even though it won't matter. Makes me um, feel better if I say it. Oh yeah, sure. Cool. What you're gonna do so? Plus one. See, Seventeen. Ah. <laughs> uh, well. Oh, and I'm gonna move three spaces concealed. Bam. <laughs> okay. Uh, Paladin Accord number five. Who? Okay. Uh, he is going to sidle up next to Una, and use. Uh, he's going to use his longsword, uh, and that is going to miss greatly. Hey, you're not wearing your armor, and you wouldn't have any of your, your cool powers from your armor, just to remind you. Uh, Breeze turn. Ah, shit. (laughs) I don't want her to fuck everything up here. Uh, Bree is going to... Uh, step forward, and she is going to try and punch uh, the paladin, the paladin three here. That is going to miss. Awesome, and that'll bring up Valis. 
Uh, Valis is going to step forward two and use the Kettenhund against uh, Pala number five. That is going to hit damage 32 damage, and it's going to yank the Paladin across the room to Valis. Uh, I just think you use one. that much more often. <laughs> it worked really well in the Unicorn. I feel like you should use that weapon more often. Because <laughs> it tends to kill. I mean, if it's something you're trying to kill, then yeah. Uh, Palancor number one is going to attack Bree. That is going to hit damage. Uh, well, four damage. Wow, that wasn't much at all. Critmas, yay. <laughs> Julie is going to clench her sword. Um, Julie doesn't, she isn't using, uh, she isn't using a shield, but she is armored to the hilt. This is some gorgeous armor she's wearing. And she is going to raise her sword above her head, um, step forward one, and with, (laughs) with this blinding light, there is going to be lightning that encompasses her sword, and she is going to swing it down at, uh, at Una. And she is going to use Thunderous Smite. Uh, and that is going to crit one. Holy shit. Um, she's going to pop an action point and try that again. That's going to hit. That is 38 damage. And, uh, Una, your turn. Um. I will say the one big difference uh, in her attack is that yours knocks someone prone, I believe. And there's some other, there's some other thing. Hers is just a really big hit. Cool. I know you're still sore about that 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 crit one. Um, I'm going to might as well something use something that'll actually hit. Um, so this is going to end Una's flying turn. So on her way down, um, she's going to use Marge's Retribution, uh, which is half damage. You're already assuming you're going to miss. I am. We don't know that. Okay, funny. Got to get your cameras ready because this could hit. You gotta be positive. Yeah. Check out that. Missed. (laughs) Plus one for thinking speedy. Yes. Oh, the 20. That'll definitely hit. Half damage. That's 24 damage. 24 damage. Action point. Uh, Thunderous smite. Right back at you, bitch. Plus one for thinking speedy. Sure. It's AC, so it's not gonna hit either. Does do half damage, though. Aren't you in possession of a rabbit's foot? Not me. I gave you one. Really? Yeah. Before you went to fight Strahd. Yep. Why the fuck did I use that in the fight with Strahd? Um, what I have rabbit- the same thing. <laughs> what does rabbit's foot do? Um, you get to roll a 1d6 and add that to uh, to the the attack value. Two. Hmm. Okay, that's still going to miss. Yeah. But, you know, okay, sorry to damage to her. Okay. Okay, so that is, okay, that is 37 damage. That is pretty impressive. Or 18 damage. Um, so pretty impressive. Uh, that'll wrap up your turn? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Paladin of Cord number four, going to use Holy Smite against Una. Uh, 27 will hit because she's not wearing her armor. Uh, so seven damage. Let's see here. Kaluna, your turn. Okay, I want to summon Pig right on this side of Julie. Okay. And then I'm going to use... Let me double check what this... Okay. Oh, this probably won't hit, but let's try it anyway. Uh, Stalker's Strike. If 
I think. No, okay. Anyway, roll. And that was useless. Okay. That was my turn. Okay. Uh, Paladin Accord number six. Uh, gonna swing his great sword at Una. Gonna. Oh, that'll hit. Uh, 12 damage to Una. That will bloody her. And two. That's. Uh, two is gonna go after Jadzia. I am concealed. Yes, but not invisible. Yes, but that that helps me. That gives me like a right. what a plus plus two to everything. I don't remember. Yeah, he gets a negative two to a swing again. Sweet. Uh, but that's almost a crit. So. Yeah, that's gonna hit my AC. Um, yeah. I they always go after AC. That's not fair. <laughs> uh, Thirteen damage to Jadzia, and top of the order again, Fee. Hey, Greggy. Um. So yeah, Fee is just gonna just gonna stand up. Um, and attack uh, Julie with a melee basic attack. Okay. That's a miss. It's going to miss. Anything else? Uh, I'm going to put my Wild Repulsion, which is a minor, uh, which gives me resist 5 on all damage. Okay. Uh, Fee, your turn. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um... Tactical trip will give me combat advantage. Melee basic. And that's a miss. Fucking it. That's a crit one. Yep, that's everything. Okay, Paladin Accord number three is going to shift up one and going to attack Fee with Holy Smite. Ooh, that is going to hit. Uh, 15 damage. Cool. Jancy, no, your turn. Adjust the five. Um, oh, yeah, thank you. I have a feeling this is going to be one of those fights where if you don't use your dailies, you're going to regret it. So I'm going to try um, Iron Spike of Dis against the guy who hit me, because fuck you. Um, <laughs> first, I'm going to curse him, though. I keep forgetting. Curse. <sighs> you missed him. Do I get plus one for the game speeding? Um, well, you thought about it, Speedy. It I didn't did. Happen, Speedy, but I yes. thought about it really, Speedy. Um, did that'll, that help? That'll actually hit him. That'll oh, awesome. Him. Okay, um, then you roll for damage, and then also roll 2d6s extra damage, because he's cursed. Cursed, okay. Uh, and, that's five extra damage. And I would like to uh, shift back as well. Okay. So preferably away from the other guy, who I know is directly behind me. Yep, So, like, done. diagonally. Thank you. Uh, Palin Accord number five uh, is going to take a swing at Valis. Uh, that's going to hit. Damage eight. Uh, Bree's turn. Oh, jeez. Uh, she's going to... God, she could kill these guys. <laughs> she's not... Okay. She's going to just force punch uh, number one here. And that... Oh, Jesus. Okay, that's going to miss. Uh, Valis's turn... Uh, Valus is going to use Trail of Blood, so he is going to make a melee basic attack against... Okay, that guy, that's going to hit. That will kill him. Then he's going to shift uh, up to three squares, make another melee, melee basic attack against this guard, and that'll miss. So, okay. Uh, Paladin number one is going to swing at Bree. That's going to hit. Uh, 13 damage to Bree. Julie's turn. 
Uh, she's going to use Holy Strike against Una. Uh, that's a 30, so that'll hit. Uh, 33 damage to Una. And uh, she is going to mark Una. Uh, Una, your turn. Okay, lay on hands. Yeah, fuck it, let's go Wind Fury. Um, what's this one? I don't remember using this one. That's kind of cool. Okay, just kidding. Uh, debilitating Smite. So it hits uh, targets, stays and slowed until the end of... Um, that'll hit. That will hit. Shit. Okay, 37, 37 damage. damage. Um, not too much else I can do. I'll use my action point. Um, not really a point in marking her. But um, I will do that. And if she chooses to attack, then... Um, the dazed uh, last until the end of her next turn. Um, not mine. Uh, what was the... Uh... Debilitating smite. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, Paladin Accord number four is going to... <laughs> going to take a swing at Una. It's kind of a shocker. Uh, totally miss. Another shocker. Kaluna, your turn. Okay. I am going to use Raging Storm Spirit. Give me a minute to make this gigantic zone. One, two, three, four, five. Boom. Shit. <laughs> so I just attack everyone just down the line, right? Yeah. We'll start with this guy. That's a hit. Number two. That's a hit on six. That's a hit on four. That is a miss on Julie. It would, wouldn't it? <laughs> it is a hit on three and a miss on one. Was that so everyone? everyone except one and Julie. Okay. Yeah. And damage. I'll just roll it on one of them. That'll work. 19 damage. And effect the burst creates a zone of thunder that lasts until the end of the encounter. Any ally deals 1d6 extra thunder damage when he or she hits an enemy that is within the zone. Shit. Okay. Pretty baller. So this house is all about the thunder right now. <laughs> uh, 19 damage to everyone. Is there a miss half damage or anything? Um, I don't think so. Okay, so that is going to kill number two. Pretty hard. Wait, I thought we were trying to knock him out. Well, I mean, yeah, knock them out. Sorry, my default is to say they're dead. But yeah, sorry, knocked out. Uh, Palin Accord number six is going to take a swing at Una. Probably miss. Oh, shit, that'll hit. Okay. Uh, 11 damage to Una. Uh, top of the order, Fee. Okie dokie. Um, right, okay, so... Uh, tactical trick will get me combat advantage against Julie... And then just a melee basic. Um, that's a hit. Okay, so... Uh, that's a crit. Sneak. Oh, was that a crit? Yep. Yep, totally crit. Awesome. Okay, so that's my sneak. Um, was it 1d6 thunder? From Kaluna's yeah. thing? Yeah. That's my 1d6, which is a 2. Okay. And my crit. Oops. Yeah. 
And my crit is that twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. What's uh, what's your base weapon damage? Um, uh, d tens. Uh, roll three d ten for your crit damage. Uh, three. That should be d ten. Twenty. All right. Uh, Julie is bloodied. So you're gonna absolutely slam her, and she's going to she's gonna back up for just a moment. That that like that that rocked her pretty hard. Uh, Fee, your turn. Uh, okay, okay. So uh, basically the same tactical trick got me advantage, uh, and melee basic. That's a hit. Um, uh, Fourteen for my sneak attack. Six for the thunder extra damage and 23 for my melee basic uh, Palin Accord number 3 is going to shift his focus away from Bree and start attacking Fee uh, as it would appear as though he's a bigger threat and that's going to miss Jazzy, your turn awesome, alright um, I am going to Warlock Curse number 6 and then I'm going to go ahead and use Hunger of Hadar um Arcane Implement Necrotic Zone. Boop ba doop ba doo. Oh wait, I create a zone with this? Ah! Okay, uh, the burst creates a zone of darkness until the end of the next turn. I never use this spell. Blocking line of sight. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Um, one second. I am not gonna get one for thinking speedy, and it's probably gonna miss anyway now. Okay, area burst one. So if I burst it right here, I should only hit those two soldiers, right? Cool. I'm going to hit those two soldiers. Um, burst creates a zone of darkness. Boop, boop, boop. Um, until the end of your next turn, blocking line of sight. Creatures that enter, start their turns in the zone, take 2d10 necrotic damage. Um, the zone persists until the end of your next turn. Okay. And then I try to hit. So it does that automatically, and then I try to hit people, I think. Hit? Yeah! That'll hit six. And then I'll switch back to the little arrow. Then try to hit four. And that'll miss four. But I don't want it to. Uh, 20. Um, I'm going to go ahead and use Dark One's own luck, I think. I can okay. re-roll a thing I dislike. Let's try again. That one was worse. That'll uh, <laughs> miss. But I do take the higher of the two. So the, the cannon one was still the 20 miss, not the 17, which is important. Okay, and then I do this. Boop. And then he also takes 3d6 now because... First, my Dark One's on luck, and then the Thunder. So he's going to take another seven. Seven damage, okay. And don't forget that they take 2d10 necrotic damage when they start their turn there. Okay. Uh, Bree's turn. She's got one more apple before she has to charge. Um, she's going to try and punch one again. Thank you. That is a hit. Uh, let's see. 30 damage, and he is going to get launched across the room and into this wall. So that's five, and that will end her turn. She'll have to charge next turn. Uh, Valis uh, is going to move uh, over to six and try and help Una out a bit here um, uh, and just swing his greatsword at this dude. That is going to hit. Okay, 21. That will knock him out. So six is out of the fight. Uh, let's see here. Oh, let me see. Talon 1 is just going to sort of stand up and, and get his whereabouts again. That'll end his turn. And Julie 
Okay, this fight is not going the way Julie would hope that it would. Um, Julie's going to use Second Wind. Uh, and she... This uh, this is going to be... Uh, that's an encounter power. So uh, she's going to heal herself for 50 damage. And all of her attributes go up by 2. And she is going to... She's going to raise her shield, but uh, she is going to lower her weapon a bit while still looking at Una. Sort of giving the impression it's like, okay, we should maybe stop this. Not saying anything, but but just sort of indicating it. Uh, and it is Una's turn. Well, I'm not going to hit her if she's all plussed out, so I might as well try to intimidate. Um, okay. Uh do I, I don't have to roll perception to see it if I can see that she got bloodied, right? That's just something I know. No, no, no that's just something you're you're in combat. You can see it. Okay. You're standing right next to her. Okay. Um, and it's just gonna like kind of loom um, over her, not the weaving implement, like looming, being scary. Um, and why would we think that you? <laughs> I'm just gonna weave. Looms are scary. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how much training you need to operate a loom? Dude, those things can fuck you up if you don't know they you're They really doing. can, yeah. Yeah, they can. Like, people lost, like, hands to that shit. Um, but, yeah, Una's gonna kind of, like, loom over her and just say, You're bleeding and you're cowering. Fucking leave, coward. And, uh, roll and intimidate. And then she's gonna spit. 20. Plus one for thinking speedy. Um, totally get the plus one. Uh, calling her a coward seems to almost stoke a fire in That's <laughs> um, exactly and, what I was intending upon. I was about to say, this is, this is the opposite effect of, of intimidating her. It seems to bolster her. Um, is there anything else you'd like to do on her turn, or your turn? Um, well, that's my standard, right? Yeah. So yeah, not much else I can do. Okay. Palancourt number four. One second. Land hands is a minor, right? Yes. Yeah, I'll pop my second land hands. Okay. Nine damage. Uh, nine damage to Palancourt number four. Yep. And he, his line of sight is blocked. Um, so, yeah, he is just encased in darkness. Uh, he can still move, though, correct? I believe so, yes. Okay, Palanacord number four is going to move out of this darkness, but in doing so, he had to shuffle right past both Valis and Una to get there. So he's kind of stumbling out of this cloud. He's like, oh, that's better. But he had to stumble past these two fucking brutes to get to that spot. So he has no idea that he's about to get uh, probably fucked up. So um, Una, go ahead and make a opportunity attack, and Valis is going to do the same. Okay, so Valis is going to miss. Uh, but Una crits. Well... <laughs> Yeah. That's some fun. How much damage is that? Oh, just for a melee base stick? That's only like 25 damage. Well, um, okay. But I also get... Sorry. Jesus. Do I get crit die? Yeah. Okay. Because it's crit. Well, my, with my crit die... Like, what is your base damage for your weapon? 12, I think. Nope. D10. Uh, so 3d10. Okay. So this guy's going to stumble out of the darkness here. Uh, Valus is going to swing high with his sword and just miss this guy. Uh, Una is not, and he is, uh, he is going to get clobbered in the back of the head with uh, with Una's hammer. Uh, luckily, he's wearing a helmet, and it just knocked him out instead of caving his fucking skull in. But uh, yeah, he is out of the fight. Uh, Coluna, your turn. Okay, to clarify, we're still we're still murdering them. 
non-lethally murdering them. <laughs> non-lethally murdering them. Okay, so I'm going to shift pig here. And then I'm going to use Call to the Blood Dancers on Julie. Yay! Okay, so after I roll this damage, after I roll this damage table, Sue! Until the end of my next turn, any ally can score a critical hit on a roll of 18 to 20 while adjacent to pig. And also, until the end of my next turn, any ally gains a bonus to damage rolls equal to my intelligence modifier, which is three, while adjacent to my spirit companion. And that's my turn. All right. Uh, Fee, your turn. Oh, shit. You know what? I forgot to do the 1d6 thunder damage. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So an extra five damage to Julie. And go ahead, Fee. Okay, dokie. Um, tactical trick will give me advantage against uh, Julie and then melee basic attack. And that's a hit. So, sneak 14. Oops. On. Base damage 16. And thunder is 6. Alright. Fee, your turn. Uh, exactly the same thing. So, tactical trick, Miller basic. That's a mess. 23. Would 24 have hit? No. No, fair enough. Uh, yep. Uh, Palancourt number three is going to swing his great, uh, great sword at Fee. That is going to hit uh, 11 damage to Fee. Jazzy, your turn. All right. Um, first, I shall move. One, two, three, four, five, and six. Bam. I'm going to curse Julie, even though I don't, I don't mind Julie at all. And I think we're winding down, so I'm just going to use Eldritch Blast. Why not? Boop. That's why not. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't waste a spell. That's... <laughs> This was my plan the whole time. I knew I was going to miss. And I'm done, but I'm concealed. (laughs) Uh, Bree's going to charge. That is a nine. Uh, Valis is going to shift forward one and use... You know what? Fuck it. He's going to use a daily. Um, He's going to use From Hell's Heart against Julie. That is going to hit 33 damage to Julie. Plus, oh God, math. Uh, uh, three, three, and another number. <laughs> um, oh, no, it's just six. I think it just stacks. Six. You know, just, 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 just throw it in, because I haven't been using mine, and I think, uh, Fee forgot his. So all that Fee damage that we've been doing. Oh, yeah, shit, been the thunder damage. Plus six, plus six, yeah, the thunder damage. Because, okay... I have two stalker spirit things. One is attached to a power and one is just it is. Um, and they both just add intelligence modifier to damage. Okay. So This will be enough to knock Julie out. Yay. So these paladins are going to stop. These paladins are going to stop fighting. Uh, the, the last two remaining uh, conscious are going to stop fighting the second they see Julie go down. Um, it is up to you whether you want to keep the fight going. Uh, it would be Una's turn. Um, 
Yeah, okay. Um, Una's just gonna, like, hold up her hand at the other paladin. It's just like, okay, fucking stop. Like, don't move. Um, and she's just going to, like, stare down at, at Julie's body. Um, and then just, like, kind of spit on her. Um, and then I'm gonna uh, take her weapon and inspect that. Um, this is... You sure can. Um, this obviously isn't a legendary weapon, uh, but it is very finely crafted. Um, you could see you could see that she would take great pride uh, in her weapon. Uh, quite a large sword, actually, for someone her size. But she she either has quite a bit of strength or skill or both to be able to use it as well and as efficiently as she does. Um, she obviously has uh, she obviously has a hell of a lot of combat training for being a cleric. Um, uh, that would probably fetch a pretty decent price if you were to sell it. Oh no, I don't want to sell it. No. Um, okay, I'm just yeah. Uh, Una's going to take out the, the the little knife that she keeps on her person like at all times, um, and she's going to scratch her name uh, into the pot. <laughs> oh my god. Cord. You're such a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. And and then she's going to like roll Julie's body over um and do the same to the uh breastplate of her armor. Oh. Um and then just look it over at the paladin and say you can take her and feel free to leave. Um these two guys are going to eyeball each other just for a minute. You can see that they're 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 sort of asking each other with their eyes like, "Okay, do you wanna do you wanna keep this going? Because this does not look good." Um, and without a word, uh, they're going to grab Julie by uh, the feet and then support her by the shoulders and then take her out. They had to come back for their brethren. They are, but <laughs> one at a time. So it it is it, it takes a bit, but they 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 make several trips in and out to, to pick up the other four paladins that were knocked unconscious. Uh, but they will leave after that. They're not, they're not going to continue this fight at all. Um, you have probably made an enemy for life. You realize that, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm not expecting to go back to the temple of court anytime soon. Okay. Um, is there anything the party would like to talk about here before we wind things down for the day? Um, can Kaluna check on Bree? Because she, she meant, oh, fucking pronouns. Uh, they meant to do that whenever they brought in the tea, but they couldn't because there was an argument happening. <laughs> this tea is getting cold. I mean, Kaluna already drank their cup, so. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, go ahead and run. Um, you know what? Go ahead and run a heel check on Brie. 32. I don't know why it okay. went twice, but 32. That's The table's acting wonky already. <clears throat> Um, Kaluna can pick up that Bree did some hefty internal damage to herself. So much so that she may have greatly shortened her own lifespan. Uh, the human body was not meant to do what whatever she was doing, fighting Strahd. It was not meant to do that. And um, she, she, she is not well. Is there anything Kaluna could do that would help in some way? Not just like, oh, you, you look like you're in pain. Let me fix that. But like anything. Picture it. Okay. <laughs> picture it like a rechargeable battery. Um, 
you can you can recharge it over and over again, but eventually it's going to wear out. And that's sort of what she's done to her own body. It's wearing out. Um, you don't really get a sense of how how much damage she's done to herself, but it's 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 definitely consequential. It's definitely you can see visibly she's 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 not doing great. Is this a thing where Kaluna's standing next to her, just kind of? Um, probably. Okay. Just sort of giving that look, like, dude, what the fuck did you do? Uh, she's she's uh, she was just charging. So after that, she's just she's gonna kind of pat Kaluna's arm, just like I'm fine, I'm fine. But definitely in a shooing away motion, like don't you know I'm I'm fine. Don't. Kaluna's gonna go and grab one of the probably cold cups of tea and bring it back to Brie and give her just a very one of those like motherish looks where it's like you fucking idiot what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) uh she's she's after a second she's just gonna like she could see that it's it means something she's gonna take the the cup of tea but yeah, she's not she's not a huge tea person, but she's gonna take she's gonna take it from Kaluna and just like trying to be polite. She's like, okay, okay. Bree's gonna to announce to the group after a minute. Do any of you have any interest in have any of you ever wanted to go back to the city? The Overwatch? I mean I really don't know what's going on there and it's driving me insane. I I need to see what what's happening. I've obviously been busy here, but don't think there's anything keeping me in this city. If you guys think you need me, then I I would be happy to stay, but I need to check on Liar. I need to check on the Ravens. I need to see if if they're okay. Jadzia is going to um, think on it for a moment, like, and then say, I have always wanted to go back and look through my father's belongings, but I'm going to assume they were burned. Uh, He's going to uh, look at Bree um, and say, "I, I, I don't think there's anything left for me back there, but I have no issues with with going if other people wish to go there." Um, Bree's gonna. It's the elephant in the room, but eventually she's gonna look over to Una. Why is it the elephant in the room? Well, because. She knows that Una is pissed. It's not a secret. Una's not really one to make it a secret if she's pissed at somebody. And she's, in a very roundabout way, asking, like, would you go back with me if I leave? Or am I just leaving without you? The only thing, the only thing more annoying than, uh, than, than, than mushy shit like that is, is indirectly saying mushy shit like that. Um, it's kind of her style. Disgusting. Um, Una's gonna wipe the blood um, on the hammer off on her dress um, and just leave the room to go get her armor on, on her way out. She'll say, yeah, fuck it. So I assume we're stopping at Overwatch then. I guess you guys are going back to the city, so... Are we traveling by dragon to somewhere closer? I, I, I would s- imagine... No, go ahead, sir. I, I would assume we wouldn't just leave the dragon here. Um, if you have a dragon, you might as well use the dragon. Yeah. You don't have horses anymore because you left them in can get there in like 15 minutes with the dragon. Oh, freckles, no! <laughs> It'll be in good hands. It's at the... It's at, 
House Dragon Keep, but yeah. So I guess that's a pretty good time for us to stop for the night, guys. So Overwatch, guys. Why does this feel so somber? Why the hell does it feel <laughs> like know. someone died? No one died. Everyone died. Cord kind of died. <laughs> <laughs>